But where are you really from? A podcast about the Asian American struggle. Hey everyone, I'm Angela Lin, and I'm Jesse Lin, and welcome back to "But Where Are You Really From." Today we're talking all things elections and voting because that shit is coming up soon.、Um, but we're not keeping it super insular just to the United States. We actually have a special guest with us, Savannah, who's going to be providing a different perspective because she is. In Taiwan right now, she's from Taiwan, so we're also going to be talking about what democracy and voting is like there, kind of comparing and contrasting with the United States. So before we get started, I wanted to let Savannah give a little introduction to herself. Okay. Good morning. It's morning time from Taiwan, and I'm Savannah. I'm pretty honored to be invited. So first, thanks for inviting me. So basically, about me, I live in Taiwan and I work as a flight attendant. So I think I do travel around the world, and then see different, you know, stuff about democracy or how do we say that communism? Because I live beside China, so I don't know. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually I know Savannah because. Um, when I went back to Taiwan, I think it was like two or no, like three or four years ago by now. But、um, I went back for my cousin's wedding, and my parent—I was with my parents—and they were like, "Do you need friends?" I was like, "Yeah, I need friends. I don't know anyone. <laughs> I don't know anyone." And they're like, "Okay, we're gonna set you up with a friend date." And I was like, "This might be a disaster." And then Savannah showed up, and she's so fun and she's so bubbly. So we had a We had a really good time, and we've been in touch ever since. So, thank you, parents, for setting me up on a friend、oh, date. <laughs> that's so nice. But before we get into okay, compare and contrast, because our United States elections are coming up real quick. I think we wanted to give the plug,、uh, Jesse. Yeah. So some of you guys might be wondering why we're talking about the vote because the vote applies to everyone in the U.S.、Mm-hmm. It's particularly important, I think, for Asian Americans because historically Asian American voter turnout is much lower than any other ethnic race group in the U.S. And there are like a number of reasons we can talk about as to why that might be the case. But I think it's really important as we move forward to. Be more civic-minded and to develop our country and to move us in the direction that we all have a vision for. It's super important that we get out and vote. And aside from that, there's also talking about the vote with people you know, having、uh, candid discussions about where you think you want the country to go and which candidates represent that vision. So that's why we're here to talk about voting in the U.S. and with some、uh, commentary, com- compare and contrast with Savannah. Yeah, and one last plug is、um, I think what gets a lot of attention is the candidates that are like the big ticket candidates, like the president, the vice president, Supreme Court justices that we don't get to vote on, but you know, like these big name. People, but actually, your local elections are probably 
arguably more important for your day-to-day life and things that are going to impact you um, where you live and something that is often overlooked especially by young people like us like I fully admit that I never really paid attention to local elections much Um, and President Obama actually came out with a really good our medium blog post a few months back into quarantine where he really hammered home. I think it was right after the George Floyd incident. And he made a good point of highlighting, you know, like if you don't want to see these kinds of injustices happening in the future, things with police misconduct and the way that things are run in your city, like that's done on a local level. So it's up to you to pay attention to who you've elected there and make sure you oust the people that you don't feel are going to, you know, push things in the right direction. So that's, that's somewhere that I'm going to spend a lot more time paying my attention to and just want to make sure that everyone else who's thinking about voting is not just focused on the the big flashy names but also the stuff that's actually going to impact your day-to-day in the locals local side absolutely cool so shall we get into it and talk about the voting process here versus taiwan i think we can start talking about the voting process here i can say probably with fair accuracy and certainty that there is not really much of a voting process here. It's kind of like, as with many things in this country currently, it's a very big dumpster fire that's managed a million different ways across a million different states. So each state has slightly different regulations as to who can vote, how they can vote, when they can vote. And yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah, so we do have news about America goes on in Taiwan for unknown reason. Not other country, like on the international news in Taiwan, we basically focus on only U.S. and China. <laughs> so as I know, I don't know why, but as I know, there's people are talking about the mailing processes and the president right now. He keep claiming, oh, the mailing election is not going to get accuracy and different states have different rules. Some states allow you to sign in for mailing processes just one day ahead of the election, but some need, you know, you need to do like a week ahead or different states have different rules. And then when will they get the mail? So how do you make sure that everybody votes and all the mail counts? Yeah, that's a really good question. question. Yeah, Um, I think federally there really isn't as far as I'm aware, there really isn't a federal thing that's like overseeing how that is handled. That's usually handled on a state level. So I think Angela, you and I were discussing everyone in California is going to get a mail-in ballot automatically. Yeah. Um, But I live in New York, for example, and everyone who wants a mail-in ballot can get one, but you have to request it. So it's not being sent automatically. Yeah. And things are also special this year because of COVID. Mm -hmm. So like California doesn't automatically send everyone a mail-in ballot normally. It's because of COVID that, you know, voting can be dangerous when you're congregating, when you're going to have thousands of people lining up to try to vote. That's the usual process. A lot of people prefer to vote in person, but with COVID being such an issue, um, California proactively decided that everyone would receive a mail, mail-in ballot uh, this year. So before the COVID, you should go to a voting booth for votes like in person, people line up and vote in the voting mm-hmm. booths. 
Yeah. Oh, so that's only you can do mail in. Like you can choose to do that. Um, I used to actually. I've always been a permanent mail in ballot kind of person. I think because I move a lot, so I. I've always wanted to make sure I can vote no matter where I keep changing my address to. Um, but uh, but yeah, most people prefer, I think most people do mail, uh, I mean, in person, because it feels like you're doing something. And everyone loves when you vote, you get a sticker that says, I voted. And so on that day, everyone wears their sticker and they're like... You do get a sticker when you vote? That's so cute. <laughs> yeah. That's so cute. That's like, so in Taiwan, everyone needs to go to the vote station to vote. We don't have mailing option. So tell us what it's like, the process in voting in Taiwan. Obviously, Taiwan is much smaller than the U.S., so probably there aren't the same level of logistics problems in getting people to vote. But I'm curious as to how it's like administered, like who actually does all of the work of going to the polls and like manning them, getting right. people registered. Compared to U.S., we are probably like, ooh, I don't know, just way more easier because everybody needs to go to the voting station. So the legal voting age is like, I think, 20. So oh. if you're already 20, they will, when the voting day come, they usually mail. That's not the vote. They will mail you like, uh, how do we say that? Like uh, an information. Yeah, the information. Like everyone's, what does this candidate talk about? And everything like his age where does he from and his education and what is this candidate he or she wants so everybody can have the information and then on the voting day it usually goes on eight to four so they will like divide it everyone into different section basically like into who how we say that five kilometers or even just each 10 kilometers have one voting booth which means everyone just need to go out and vote. It will be like 10 minutes walking destination basically for everyone because we are a small, tiny country. There are like more than 1,000, 2,000 voting booths so everybody can go wow. out for vote. It's that every corner is totally every corner. Like for example, for mine, me and my family just need to walk like for five minutes for our voting station. It's basically everywhere. Do you are you assigned a voting station or can you go to any of them? No, you like you can't assign it. They divide it by where like by your how do we say that? Postcode? Okay, mm. so so mm -hmm. they do they do tell you that you have to go to by your countries. They do go yeah, tell you right. where you go. And usually the voting booths will be some elementary school and high mm. school. That's similar Same. to here, I yeah. think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So really important question. What is the voting right like in Taiwan? Like, is it mandatory that you vote? Is it optional that you vote? I think it's option. It's not mandatory. It's not like, okay. some, I think Australia, if you didn't go to vote, they will like fine you like a few thousand dollars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I heard it. If you There's didn't go to vote. There's some countries like that, yeah. Yeah, but in Taiwan, it's optional. But quite funny thing is like last year, our vote, no, not last year, like this presidency election, we kind of go up to 70% of voting rate, which I think is pretty high. That's very high. Yeah, I think compared to US, last year is only 40%. <laughs> if I do read it correctly, it's 40%, yeah. but we do it like 70%. And I'm curious, how does your like voting work? Because there's been a lot of conversation about how how voting works in the US because sometimes you don't get very good candidates. So you kind of feel like you 
don't have the right person to pick, but then you have to pick like somebody anyways. But some countries are doing like ranked choice voting so that you can vote for like second best and like the vote gets distributed in a way where it's a little bit more fair than if you just have like one to two candidates and you have to make a choice. I think we only can choose one. Yeah, for us, we only can choose one. It's like U.S., Every presidential election is only two or three people to choose. You don't have much options. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess for yeah for our larger elections, it doesn't matter. But usually, like, the, the ranked choice, I think, is, like, very interesting for local elections because you can pick, oh. like, number one, I like this person. Number two, I would like this person. Number three, I would like this person. So on no, and so forth. And they can every it. election is only for one. You only can choose one for each, like, categories, I believe. So let's talk about the last election because that was, well, now it's been almost a year, right? But it feels like it was recent because of COVID. It feels like it was kind of recent. Um, how important was the last election to you? Because I feel like there was, a, from what I hear from my family, at least, that's like where I get my Taiwanese news. Information. Yeah, it was like a big divide between kind of young people and older people in terms of the the president, at least. The presidential, you mean talk about the presidential election last time? So last, if it is last year, am I correct? That's a kind of a biggest election. I would say biggest because there's a lot of news goes on because it's pretty controversy. It's kind of like for young people, we don't usually go to vote because we don't care. The president, nah, we don't care. But last year on news, you can see a lot of news goes on. If we have two candidates, we have, do have two parties in Taiwan, basically KMT, which is Kuomintang, directly transferred from Chinese. It means nothing in English, but it's KMT. And the other is Democracy Progressive Party, if I do mean. So we have two candidates, actually number three, but nobody cares number three. So just <laughs> focus on this two. Yeah, nobody cares number three. So we just focus on these two parties. KMT is most known in Taiwan. People will say they are more lying to the China side. Mm-hmm. They they came from China and now a lot of policy based on what the previous president do is more like lay on China. They will do everything which is benefit China and our country. So for young people, the news keeps saying, if you vote for the candidate for KMT, Taiwan will become a part of China, something goes on like this, which is really important for young people right here. We want our democracy, we're our own country, so that's why everybody go out for votes. Kind of Mm. pretty important last year. But this is her second term, right? So wouldn't her first term election have also been just as important because it was also, I imagine. She went her first term, which is like last time, she is our first female candidate for president, not vice president, mm-hmm. president. And then that's after eight years of the other president. The other president do eight years too. So each president do four years. I think it's kind of same as US and they yeah. can only have two times. So that mm-hmm. president already did his eight years and he's from the KMT, which is China party something. So people want change. That's why I think a big process of she get elected, because I think in Taiwan, for example, my grandma, they still have the old Chinese typical stereotype. Oh, women cannot be president. Can I ask a question about something you said earlier? You said that younger people don't really turn out for the presidential election. Can you explain why that is? I remember because so last time when I vote, I was 
how old am I? 27, 20, 26. So I did vote like last that time. Because that time we don't see much news about the presidential and for Taiwan, I don't know for you, we don't really care about politics because it's not related for our life. The reason, yeah, I say again, the reason why we go vote this time because all young people don't want to be a part of China. That's why we vote. The previous time, there are not much news kind of saying, if you don't go vote, your life will change. And if you don't go vote, one day you might need to change your passport. And Facebook, like for example, they will keep saying news this time. If you don't go vote, you can no longer use Facebook. If you don't go vote, you can no longer browsing on YouTube. That's why pushing people to vote. They hit young people where it hurts social media. Yeah, no, I want to keep my social media. That's why we go to vote. So the biggest reason is we don't vote before because it's not related to our life. But this time, if you want to keep Facebook and YouTube, go vote. Will you feel the same as what Taiwanese do last year? You feel crisis for young people. If I don't go vote this time, my country will go down as what we feel last time. Do you get the same feeling? If I don't go this vote, everything will change. I mean, I think from my perspective, definitely younger people have become more energized about the voting process. Because I remember when I was like 20, 21, like it was like cool to, I mean, I don't even say it was cool to vote. Like, I feel like not a lot of people were talking about voting. Like, it's not like an exciting thing and we don't get like time off to do it. So it's like, I mean, like technically, I think technically you have to, the companies have to give you like two hours or something, but it's like just not done in a way that makes it easy for you to vote. So it's like kind of difficult, like you have to go out of your way to do it. But then as more and more of the news came up about um, how, like, I guess the direction that the government was going or the direction that the country is going and with all of these things that have been happening that Angela has said, I think it's really motivated a lot more people to try and vote because they realize that the vote does matter. Like it doesn't matter who you put in places of power from both local elections to the highest office in the U.S. because those people affect the policy, which affects our lives. For me, I I don't disagree with anything you just said, but I kind of feel like the most youth driven election of like recent times has been was Obama's first run. I think that was the biggest youth driven movement. And it's because he spoke to young people in a way that like no other politician has ever spoken to uh, our, our people. And like, honestly, we're young people are like constantly still like grieving over the fact that we don't have Obama still as a president like we're we can't get over it it's like a boyfriend that broke up with you that like you don't want to accept that that happened um and I remember that feeling of like oh my god this is like this has changed because he was the first black president so it's similar to for you guys like first female president right it's like this is a big like if nothing like symbolic change forward country and he like really understood young people and like seemed like he actually listened and cared and like uh, that was the last president I think where like everyone it felt like more young people came out like explicitly because they were positively motivated 
do want to vote. I, I do agree, like young people are like very much like we have to vote now, like, but it's more driven by like what you were saying of like a little bit of like crisis mode. Um, it's different because in the Obama era, it was like hopeful. You're like this, I can like be a part of like really positive step forward for the country versus this, yeah. I need to vote to like prevent <laughs> the country from going backwards. From that's going backwards. Yeah. Right now. I, I'm so glad you said that because I think that's exactly the case. With Obama, the campaign spoke to the needs and the ideals that young people had for the U.S., with the current elections and like the people that are in place now, it's like they're speaking to the same people that people were speaking to in the previous elections, which is like older people, mm. like people with families. And the honest truth is that those people have completely different needs and a completely different vision for the country than young people do. So let's talk a little bit. You talked about um, the biggest deciding factor in the latest Taiwanese election was democracy versus not. So we wanted to get your thoughts on the current climate with China, because I think there's always since the beginning of Taiwan, there's always been like China's threatening to take back Taiwan. Like they never really wanted you to go away in the first place. But I think it was last week or two weeks ago when China sent like a bunch of those fighter planes. Oh, that's over. a lot. I heard there's another one this morning. We do hear like the sounds in Taipei. There's another one this morning, I believe. So what, wow. are, what are you guys feeling now with like that kind of stuff ha happening live over your heads? Like, does it kind of feel like, well, they're always making fake threats. This is not anything real. Or does it feel like it's a little bit different and there's something to be afraid of. I don't know what for other people, but for me in person, I do watch a lot of, you know, news around the world. For my personal experience, I definitely feel like scary, mm -hmm. especially when you personally, you were sleeping, like for example, this morning I was getting up and getting ready for this podcast. And then you hear the sounds, it's actually happening. You hear the very loud noise, fighter plants, probably went about your apartment. You're thinking about, uh, is it gonna happen? Is it really going to happen? The easiest way is one day we probably need to change our passport, change it to another country. But the hardest way, we're still scared. Like one day, because Taiwan is such a tiny country. If they do throw something, we're all gone. We'll what be gone. What has um, the president said about like preparing for something like that? Oh, she did. Oh, she did. I don't know how to say that in English. She, she did a lot of rehearsal about the army, I don't know how to say oh. the English defense. Okay. The defense of rehearsal, but speaking the truth, how many people we do have in Taiwan? How many soldiers we do have? So, but I think for my personal view, it probably won't happen since Taiwan, mm -hmm. the location is quite good. Japan, South and Korea, especially even US, there are a lot of battleship around Taiwan trying to protect themselves. So I think it will be fine. Okay. Hope so. Keep yeah, they don't. Positive yeah. yeah, they don't. They don't need to fight. They just cut off all our financial system since there are a lot of big, you know, companies surviving by China. That's they true. just cut off the finance. We will be gone. So I think they will, it it won't happen for my personal view. So I was going to ask because you basically told us about this concern with China, but you personally don't think that anything will happen. No. How? How much do 
the politicians there use this to like try and manipulate people into oh, choosing do. one way or not? Is it like a lot? A yeah, little, all the like, time. Like okay. last election, they say if you don't vote for the women president, Taiwan will go back to China. They use this all the mm. time. Like oh, especially last election, they used the Hong Kong crisis too. Yeah. They'll say,、mm. look what happened in Hong Kong. It's gonna be Taiwan. They say if you don't go vote Hong Kong today, tomorrow Taiwan. That's the biggest slogan for this election. So they do use this to manipulate it all the time. Oh, especially we do have our first time. How do we say the English? We remove a mayor.、Hmm. We get to vote. Like for example, in California, everybody can vote. Say we don't like this senator, we can remove him. We do remove、oh, wow. a mayor in Taiwan. Like this year, it's the first time happened in history because we found out. First of all, all he say his promise are fake, and the secondary, we found out he probably get money from China. That's as what I see from the news. So that's why we recall him, like remove him from his position. Wow. We vote to remove him from his position. First time in the history, quite big deal. That's why you say manipulated. Yeah,、mm-hmm. and and do people like a lot of people buy into it? Like they believe in in, in what they're so, saying, or、so、that's why he's been removed because we buy、mm. what the other party say. It's、mm, fake.、Okay. It's true. I don't know from my personal view. I don't know, but it does happen. Okay, well, this has been. A very fun conversation to. A、learn. very enlightening. Yeah, I learned、really. many, many things. Yeah. Really. Yeah, we learned a lot. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Oh, thank you for inviting. It's quite cool. It's my first podcast. It's so fun. Yeah. It's so interesting. Well, I think we'll transition this into the closing section then.、Um, So Jesse and I are pre-recording. Just so you guys know, we pre- we're pre-recording this episode. It's actually the night of the first presidential debate happening in three minutes. So it's on C-SPAN. Yeah, we're very excited to watch that soon.、Um, but since it's we're we have politics top of mind, we definitely want to close out with reminding our listeners of where. Or how they can vote. <laughs> California, pretty easy. Like I said, you sh- you should be getting your mail-in ballot. But、uh, if you want to track where your ballot is, you probably already got a thousand emails like I did. But if you did not, there's a website called Ballot Tracks. The tracks is T R A X.、Um, there are a million different ways you can check on your voter status, but Vote.org is another one that just make sure you're signed up. A lot of times you just assume, but better to double check. And then, yeah, ballot tracks for California to track where your your thing actually is in the mail. Okay, and before I get into to New York, just a reminder: Election Day is November third. November third. Just. Just so everyone remembers what the day actually is, in New York, you can request an absentee ballot online right now. You should do it as soon as you can because there are a lot of requests, and we've already seen a few issues with the Board of Elections not sending the right things to people.、Um, if you want to vote in person, you can do so on Election Day, or you can do early voting. Early voting in person runs from October twenty first. Twenty fourth. Oh my God, excuse me. October twenty fourth to November first. And as a reminder, you can request an absentee ballot. You can also early vote, or you can also vote on election day. It does not like vo- requesting one thing does not mean you cannot go in person to vote. 
Very true. And I think all those things are also true for California. But since you're getting the mail-in ballot, you might as well just use the <laughs> fucking mail-in ballot. It's a definitive thing you're getting. <laughs> go yeah. vote, everyone. It, like, it only takes a few minutes. Why not? Yeah. Just go do it. Very true. All right. Well, if you like this episode, if you want to learn more about how Taiwan works with their voting system, or you want to give your opinion on any of the stuff we talked about today, feel free to write us in at tellusswhereyou'refrom at gmail.com. The your is Y-O-U-R-E. And as always, come back next week for a juicy new episode. Until then. Bye, Bye. 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 Bye.